Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, all. This is Miss Allgood, and welcome to Spirituality is Reality. I just want to say welcome back to all of my loyal listeners, those that have been following me from the very beginning, and uh, we've been doing this for a few years now, and I've been growing along with this this broadcast. Uh, not much has changed as far as the format of this broadcast. Basically, it is somewhat of a lecture, but I like to have uh, discussion. I like phone calls. I like to receive emails. I like to answer questions. I like to do things like that. So it doesn't have to be a lecture. I always say that I like to go with the flow. So wherever the wind blows, Ms. Allgood likes to move in that direction. So there is no real structure. It's however things happen to come about. This show wasn't going to happen. At least I thought it wasn't going to happen this evening because I am just so under the weather. We're having such crazy weather here in the United States, really all over the world. Um, One minute it's hot, the next minute it's cold. You uh, may decide to wear less clothing, and then what happens is you get sick. I just really don't feel well, but I'm going to do the best that I can to really bring myself, as I always do, into this talk. If you're online right now, you can see what we're talking about tonight, and tonight we will be discussing man and character development. Now, this, of course, excuse me, please bear with me. It's not the first time that I have had shows that have been about man and character development. If you look at the archive broadcast, you can see that we have discussed character development. We have discussed selfhood, which is the same thing. We have talked about universal law, and we talked about how universal law works based upon uh, the character of man. And the reason why I'm talking about it again this evening is because man does not realize that the center of all of his pain, all of his suffering, all of his conflict is himself. He doesn't realize that it is because the world, rather, is the way it is because of his moral character. Now, I talked about that in the last broadcast. Man is, has failed to develop his capital letter I, which is his spiritual center, which is really himself. Man is lazy and he's foolish and he's not doing the work necessary to build himself. He is in the world trying to build his bank account, trying to build prestige, trying to have some kind of identity based on the acceptance of his peers. But what man doesn't understand is that is not important. What is important and why man is here, this is the reason why man is here. Man is here to develop his inner man, which is his character. It is up to the individual to develop their inner man. Now, of course, man is in this world, and and he's here, and he has parents, he has guardians, he has teachers. All of those people are here to help man develop that inner character or that capital letter I. But if and only if, man is willing to accept teaching and correction. And during these times, we can see we are in a world where very few men are willing to accept any kind of teaching and any kind of correction. Why is that? That is because man is more arrogant than he ever has been. Man is so focused on uh, deriving a sense of pleasure from the world and getting everything out of the world he can get. He has no interest in developing his own self. And I tell you, this is the major, major uh, issue. 
it is a, it is major because when we look outside of ourselves, which is what we uh, so often do, we see a world that is in chaos, that is in turmoil, uh, that is uh, really seemingly at its end. Friends, when we talk about the end of the world on this broadcast, we're not talking about it the way the religious fanatics do. Because the world really will never end. The end of something is the beginning of it. What we are witnessing right now is the end of an age. An age just has to do with not really time as man knows it, but a period. So we're coming to an end of a period, and this period is of darkness, and we are uh, emerging in a period of light, which has to which has to do rather with the soul of man. The life of man is based upon his soul cycle, cycle, because as I have explained in prior broadcasts, man is an entity, and it is up to him to develop him, himself or his identity, and that is the cycle of life. Time is really not linear; it doesn't exist as past present and future, which goes along a straight line as it is believed to be. Time is cyclical, and this is evidenced by the way that the seasons uh, go and come. When you look at the seasons, they go around and around and around, and that is the way time is. Time is, in fact, eternal. It is something that ends and begins and ends and begins, and it really doesn't end because the end goes into the beginning and so forth. That is the symbolism of the circle. It is eternal. Sometimes, as you know, Many of you know I am a writer and many things, and I have been writing a lot about character development, and I actually want to read an excerpt from one of my books because that is going to really uh, introduce us to what I want to uh, say tonight about character development. So please excuse me, I am battling somewhat of a cold. Character development has to do with the moral component of man. The development of the capital letter I is the actual real person, not the worldly construct who men believe they are. I is a self-defined entity. I has nothing to do with the world, for I is the spirit of man. You see, the problem is there is a spiritual imbalance in man. There is a lack of harmony of soul and spirit. Man is worldly and he's bestial. And this is why when we look at the children today, they are very wild. They are restless. And this restlessness comes from their souls. They are not calm and peaceful. The problem is love is lacking. And this love comes from man deriving in him a sense of self-worth. And this self-worth comes in the form of dignity, honor, respect, and, of course, integrity. Man thinks he loves his child because he puts him in a wonderful school, buys him all the material things he could possibly need and want. Man tells his children to get high marks, to go to college, to play sports, to do whatever he needs to do to become the best, to become great in his world. Men think all of these things are what is best for their children. But what is the best? To men, it is a high stature in the world, high income, prominence, and prestige. The best is, therefore, all about society and having nothing to do with the child or the man himself. 
You see, man has made a world where he does not exist. He has negated himself. And this self-negation is the cause of all of his problems, all of his confusion, and all of his errors in perception. It is falsehood. It is the denial of the heart. It is the failure to cultivate Godhead in the soul. It is also also a reverse mind, a backward mind, where man worships people, places, and things, and gives all of his honor to them, but he does nothing to honor himself. You see, it is the belief in appearances. It is man outside of the eternal self, perceiving not his own heart, but his external world. When man does not live through his spirit, his moral character becomes ill, and it takes hold and shape in the generations succeeding him. So this is a result, and what I mean by this is everything that we see right now, is a result of what the older generations have caused. Man lives his own moral, spiritual seed in the world. This is why it is pertinent that man develops in him Godhead. This is so the spiritual seed can spawn in the new world. So with all of that said, friends, and I, and I said a lot, <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's examine what was said. The character of man is, in fact, his spiritual, moral, ethical principle. It is his seed. And if man does not do the work necessary to cultivate this inner spiritual seed, which is himself, he will not have God or Godhead or his sense of morality in, in his new generation or his new world. The reason why the world is the way it is is because past generations fail to, to develop their own moral character. That means that uh, this is not something that came about because of the young people, as the older people would like to, have, to believe. It is because of them and because of those that came before them. They failed to lay the spiritual foundation that is man. They fail to cultivate Godhead. They fail to do the work necessary for the future generations. You see, friends, we are all connected. It is very selfish and foolish to say that I live my life the way I want to live it and nobody can tell me otherwise. That is a foolish and, and also a very immature statement to make, and too many people have made it. What we don't realize is without moral principle, without ethics, without moral character, there can be no God. When I use that word God, I know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about something uh, that is outside of man, that is in some kind of locale uh, called heaven, the sky. Uh, That's not what I'm talking about, friends. I don't talk that way, and I never have. I'm talking about something very real, and I'm talking about something that is within man and that is not separate from man, but it, but is the essence of man. You see, God is the essence of man. God is the spiritual, ethical, moral component that is man. It is, in fact, the moral compass of man. It is the who of man. It is the capital letter I of man. It is the identity of man. You see, man and God are not separate as it is believed. Man and God are counterparts. 
And these, these words that I speak are the very words that many of the older prophets had spoken. Jesus the Christ himself spoke these words, and they slaughtered him for it. He said it, ye are gods. He said, I am a god. He said it. He said it over and over again, and every time he said it, he was condemned. Why? Because man has never been able to accept that fact. Why? Because man wants to believe that there is someone or something that has more power than himself. Why? Because man does not want to assume responsibility for his own actions. If he can blame a God and he can blame a devil, he therefore is not responsible for himself. And who is he that does not want to be responsible for his own actions? It's somebody that wants to be able to do whatever they want to do and not have to pay and face any consequences. But I'm here to say to you that universal law is based upon the moral character of man. And universal law has to do with what goes around comes around. It has to do with reaping and sowing. It has to do with what you give is what you get. It has to do with reciprocity. So therefore, there, there are and there will be consequences for every action. Whether you believe in God or not, you don't have to believe in God. You can call yourself whatever you want, an agnostic, an atheist, a religious freak, a believer in Satanism. You can give yourself whatever name you want. It doesn't matter. The universe will always do what it has done and what it will always do because it is eternal. It will correct and straighten out everything that is crooked. It will make everything that is wrong right. And it will do this based on the moral character of men. There are men right now that have worked to develop their spiritual seed. And this seed will spawn right here on earth. And we are entering this era right now, friends, because we are at our worst. Someone asked me today, how do we know when man has gone to his lowest point and it's all good? How do we know that he is living not as a man but as a subhuman? Friends, it is evidenced right before our eyes. The question is, do you want to behold it? Do you want to acknowledge that man is at its lowest point? When you turn on that boob tube, can't you see it? Are you in denial? The question is, Ms. Olga, how low can a man go? First of all, a man is not going low. It is a beast that lives on that level. It is an animal something lower than an animal, something subhuman, something that has failed to evolve. Why? Because he has failed to work, to do this work that I keep talking about. If you're listening to me right now for the first time and you're saying, what is she talking about? What does she mean by work? What is the work that man has to do to cultivate this inner spiritual eye, which is his God? He must serve his fellow man. The very thing that men don't want to do is serve their fellow men. Men want to get everything they can get out of the world for little or nothing. They want something for nothing, but they don't want to do anything for anyone else. They want to suck the world and all of its resources dry. But see, what they don't know is the reason why the world has resources is because of the men who have done the work the men who have served their fellow men. You see, when you serve your fellow man, you serve your God, which is the inner man. You do something for yourself, something that you don't see, something that is not tangible. You build your moral character. 
Now let's go into this service. This service is not something that is planned. It is not something that is contrived. It is not something where you say, oh, I'm going to donate to charity. Oh, I'm going to feed the poor. Oh, I'm going to volunteer in a soup kitchen. I'm going to be a missionary. Friends, that is false humility. That is all false, 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 false. Why is it false? Because you did not do it spur of the moment. It was not spontaneous. It did not come from the heart. You planned it. You still don't understand why it's false? Because what you don't understand is is that anything that is not heartfelt is not real. The real true test of who a man is, whether a man is good or whether he is evil, is his intentions. And your true intentions only come out in the moment. They don't come out when you plan. They come out in the moment. And the moment is it's just what I said it is. It's not planned. It happens spur of the moment. So the goodness that a man does is really what is in his heart. A good man does good deeds because in his heart he is good. And let me tell you something. Goodness comes from service. Goodness comes from humility. The evils and all the evils of man come from the fact that he is selfish and that he is lazy. I've said that before, and I will continue to say it. He only does something when he thinks he's getting something out of it. And if he's not getting anything out of it, he does nothing at all. Because he's selfish. And he doesn't see that you don't work for self-benefit. Whatever you do, you do it because it is necessary. Man does what he needs to do. You see, love is the meeting of needs. Let me say that again. Love meets needs. And the reason why relationships are falling apart and man has a bad moral character is because he doesn't realize that his sole purpose is to meet the needs of his fellow men. If you have children, your purpose is to meet their needs. If you have a purpose... Uh, if you, excuse me, if you have a husband, your purpose is to meet his needs. If you have a wife, your purpose is to meet her, her needs. And I'm not talking about uh, selfish, childish needs, like buy me this and buy me that. I'm talking about real spiritual needs, friends. I'm talking about the need for support, the need for love, the need for companionship, the need to correct the need to teach. Friends, there are those of you that know right from wrong and you don't want to open your mouth and speak because you're afraid to be persecuted. You don't want to lose your friends. You don't want to lose your family, so you say nothing. How can you live like this? How can you look yourself in the mirror and call yourself a good person when you know right from wrong but you're afraid to speak up? There are so many people that are afraid to speak up. I tell you right now, the only loyalty that you should have is to yourself first. And it is up to you. It is up to us, those that have built this inner man, those that have this capital letter I, those that know right from wrong to teach, to correct. Whether they want to receive you or not, you still are to speak. You have to do it. It is your moral obligation to do it. If you don't say anything and I don't say anything, how will they know? Now, hey, it's their choice whether or not they want to do it, heed, heed the law, or not. Nobody can make somebody do what is right. But at least you know, you told them. The existence of God is dependent upon man. For there is no God without man, and there is no man without God, because man and God are counterparts. They coexist. They do not exist separately as as believed, it is taught in religion 
and religious or schools of religion that God is outside of man and that man can never reach Godhead because he's always struggling in weakness. He's always struggling under the weight and burden of his own sin. I'm telling you right here that you have the power to stand, that it is God who gives you the power to conquer your weaknesses. For God is the strength that you need to conquer your weaknesses. If you're looking to some kind of superpower outside of yourself, you're already in the wrong. Because that power that is God is in you. And you must learn to tune in and tap into your inner eye. And the only way that you can do this is if you let go of the world. And that is a very difficult thing for many people to do because, you see, they look for the world to define them. They look for the world to give them their capital I. They look for people, places, and things to assign to them an identity because they do not believe in their own true spiritual self, this unseen self. Friends, it is up to you to give yourself an identity, not your job, not your family, not your titles, not money, not anything having to do with worldly prestige. We are teaching our children this, and we are passing this on to them, and this is why they are not cultivating any kind of moral character whatsoever. Because we are teaching our children the only thing they need to do is make a lot of money. That's all they need to worry about is making money. Nothing else matters. We are teaching our children that fame is what is important. Getting into good schools is what is important. Or doing nothing at all is what is important. We are poor examples for our children because we are not teaching them how to develop a sense of self-worth via character development. Self-worth comes from character development. Without the development of character, there can be no self-worth. And when children who are supposed to grow into and mature into adults do not have a sense of self-worth, we have what we call a compromise of integrity. We have people that compromise their integrity. We have a world where people will do anything for money, will do anything for prestige, will do anything for power, will do anything to build their worldly stature. If it means they compromise values, then so be it. They will do it. And that is because they were not raised with a spiritual foundation. And this spiritual foundation does not have to come from a church building because I'm telling you with everything in me, it can't come from a building. It has to come from you. It has to come from me. It has to come from all of us. But you can't give it if you don't have it yourself. This is why I'm telling you it is up to every man to work on himself. We live in an age where uh, everything is about self-help and gurus, somebody telling you how to live and what to do. And these same people have failed to develop their own moral character, but they think they can tell somebody else. How can you tell somebody else when you have failed to learn of your own self? You don't know anything about your eye because your whole identity is wrapped up in this world. It's wrapped up in your job. You go home and you're suffering because you have no self. Friends, the self has nothing to do with the world of people, places, and things. The character of man is his moral disposition. It is his moral character. It is his understanding of right from wrong. It is his integrity. It has nothing to do with how much money he makes or his stature, or his prestige, or how many friends he has, or how famous he is, or followers on Facebook or Twitter. Friends, it has nothing to do with that. 
nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the inner self and the truth of the inner self, the spiritual truth that is the inner man. Make no mistake about it. The universe knows who is real, which is who is of good character and who is not of good character. You can't hide that. You think you can do good deeds and call yourself a philanthropist. You think you can uh, put nice clothes on your children and feed them every day and call yourself a good mother or a good father. You think because your your children, uh, you call you well, rather I'll say this, you call yourself a good teacher because your class gets the highest scores for standardized testing. Friends, that doesn't define goodness. What you do on the outside, what you do in the world does not define goodness. Goodness is of your heart. And the whole entire universe is balanced based on the heart of man. Oh, if man only knew that God sees all things. For God is the I. He is this capital letter I. The I of man is wisdom. And wisdom, which is prudence, only comes to a good man. Only wise men can have goodness. Because they go together. Wisdom comes from goodness. Because wisdom comes from love. And it comes from obedience and heeding. Heeding and obeying the inner man. You see, I've said before, many times before, that man is inherently good because man is a part of nature. Man is, in fact, the force of nature. Man comes from nature. If not for man, there is no nature. Nature is good, and nature will always work to preserve goodness. It will always work in the name of goodness. So when a man is evil, he will harbor evil. His life and everything in it will, be, will not be good. Everything from the people he meets to the foods he eats, Everything will render him nothing good because his heart is not good. And he doesn't have to do good deeds in the world. It doesn't matter what he does because his life, who he is, will be revealed to he who has a capital letter I. He who lives through his spiritual capital letter I is living through himself. And he will know who is good. He will know who is evil because he's wise. You see, the capital letter I is also the E-Y-E. They are one and the same. This is the all-knowing or all-seeing I, which is the wise I. See, when I talk about God, I also talk about man because they're one and the same. They are counterparts, as I said at the beginning. Man must work. He must do this work of service, which is a work that is not contrived. He must serve his fellow men. And he must do this without expecting anything in return. Man must learn to meet the needs of his fellow men. He must learn that it is needs, needs that the universe needs. The universe needs needs. I can't say that enough. We are teaching our children the wrong way to go, friends, and we are passing this on to future generations. Man is evil, and he doesn't even know it because he lacks wisdom. And he lacks wisdom because he isn't good. I want to talk about this evil that is in man. I want to talk about this evil, and I want to talk about the root of it because, friends, the root of it is hatred. Hatred is something that is not known. Man hides the fact that he is hateful. 
He hides the fact, fact that he's vengeful. He hides the fact that he is evil because he pretends to be good. Friends, that is something that I want to talk about in the next broadcast. Until next time, friends, I want you to all be blessed, and I will be recovering because I'm really not feeling well. Thank you all for listening. If you ever want to reach me, spiritualityisreality at gmail.com. I love you all. Please be blessed.